You are now listening to an all-new episode of Bubble Bath Stories with your hosts, Nikki Trends and Manny Oso. Hey guys, it's your girl Nikki Trends here. Here's the deal. This episode was supposed to be a two-parter, but due to current events, it seems that the presidential debate has been postponed and rescheduled. So please enjoy the first part of this and don't worry, we'll be catching up with you guys, sharing our feelings, our thoughts, and our concerns about the VP debate as well as the second presidential candidate debate. So we hope you enjoy the show and we hope that you guys are registered to vote and you're going to vote if you haven't voted early already so stay tuned and we hope you enjoy the show tonight on bubble bath stories debate coverage we talk about that tragic debate that happened between our terrible president and former vice president biden welcome i'm your host nikki trends Formal warning, we have very biased opinions sometimes. <laughs> but um, hey, we have, uh, you know, our own show and we're here to talk about it. Because <laughs> that's what we can do. That's anyway, the way um, literally everyone in America and yeah. outside of America was watching um, the 2020 debate. I and, even, yeah. Was it a debate or a Real Housewives reunion? That was... <laughs> That was just an angry discussion. And if they didn't see it, the next day everybody was talking about it. Oh my god, the memes and the tweets. Like people who probably have never even heard of C SPAN were probably talking about the debate. (laughs) All right, let's get into it because it was an hour and a half of train wreck. So just Um, so that you know, uh, what we're talking about is the first presidential candidate debate with Donald Trump versus Joe Biden. Chris Wallace was the mediator. First of all, let's... Chris, let's... First of all, let's talk about my man Chris Wallace. Yo, can I just... I don't like Fox News much myself, but the professionalism for on Chris Wallace. Yo, man. Chris Wallace is about to throw hands. I he, gotta tell you. If he didn't go home after that to smoke blunt, I mean, he for real. I mean, if you you can see the the ticking in his in his eyebrow where he's like, Mr. President, please, Mr. President, please. I we just want to get to the next question. Also, how good is it? How good does it feel to be able to yell at a president and nothing happens? I got to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> the the patience he had, I would have thrown a stapler at the man and then would have been tried for treason right now. I think it's um I will say this. I think it might have I think it's a little insulting to Biden that he is he's been in politics most of his all of his life. Like forty and years. He had to right? endure a debate as childish as the one that he had to do. Yeah, I mean it's it, Two super professional guys were up there. One professional jackass was up there. And it was, it really felt like a teacher scolding a student for getting another student in trouble. And I think it was, um, it really felt like he was bait. Like he, I, I honestly cannot tell you what. There was a lot of bait. There was a lot of bait going on there. Trump spoke on besides gaslighting Biden and everything that you know he had done in his past um uh his past four eight years with Obama yeah um and I think that that says a lot about him just in general like your team is not 
your team is not doing a really good job with you. Yeah. Or you're just a terrible person that you think you know how to be president. And I got to tell you, buddy, you don't know how to be president. I mean, everybody out there has their opinion and we are ready to voice ours. So when they first started out, I got to tell you, the first thing that I noticed um, was there's was Biden's first jab at him <laughs> where he called him by his first name. He said, Donald, please. And when I heard him say Donald, not Mr. President, not President Trump, not even Trump, he said Donald. Like they were in the locker room together. Like, dude, seriously, we're in front of millions of people right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and it was, and it just set up everything for me. I mean, the like, shade here was we go. real. The shade was real. He the shade was clown. real. He did call him a clown. Um, and loud too. He he was like, "Does anybody know what this clown is doing up here?" <laughs> uh, all right, let's get into some of the things that they spoke about. Okay. okay, one of the things that um came obviously came up was COVID nineteen yeah. and how President Trump handled it. Uh. I think it's safe to say that he kept saying, well, if Joe Biden was president, it would have been far worse. Yeah. I, here's where I think that's wrong. Just based off of all the experience that he has being in the White House as a politician, I think he would have taken, in my opinion, he would have taken it a lot seriously, a lot faster than what Trump did. Yeah. I feel like because it came from China, he was maybe trying to hold on to whatever relationship he has left with them before he you know, way ballistic yeah. and crazy. Um, and <laughs> I mean, he, he bought, he kept saying China play. play. Yeah. He kept saying, he's still what, putting it out. And didn't his advisor say, Oh, he never said that. Yeah. Okay. He well, fact it. check one. The he says it. China. <laughs> um, he believes that, he, he believes that alcoholism, drugs and divorce is really what came from COVID. And yeah. that he, by, prolonging it he was really trying to save america from alcoholism drugs and so i mean the, the question that chris wallace was trying to put out was it wasn't about how you handle it and it wasn't about how joe biden how would you handle it the question he was putting out was why should the country trust you on this pandemic going forward and trump didn't answer the question he did it he just said what he did he said what he believes Joe Biden would have done. Um, now, first and foremost, Joe Biden wasn't in charge at the time. So right. it doesn't matter what he would have done. The question is, why should we trust you going forward? Mm. And that was not answered by either of them. Not at all. And yeah. then, um... But I'm going to say, like I said, we do have Biden's opinions, but I really feel like if Biden was given a real answer from Trump, Biden would have answered the question too. I think, but he was brought into a place that wasn't answering the question. I mean, if Trump would have taken this seriously, yeah, it could have been a, it could have been a good debate. But he it didn't take it seriously. He did. Um, I mean, what what can man take seriously? But you know, he he was really proud of himself that he was able to bring back football. Oh my god! Can we really? talk about how I many brought back ha- football? How many? He must have dropped that five times yeah. before they even got through the next part of that. Um, so you guys have him to thank. Yeah, I have him to thank for football. Um, he mentioned that uh, during that COVID question also that that um, he brought all the hospital gowns and he helped make all the ventilators and he helped bring all this stuff together. This is all stuff, by the way, that we haven't all gotten yet. <laughs> yeah. Um, there was no mention about 
the workers that the, the people who were essential workers and haven't gotten any kind of compensation for the danger they were put in. This is a question that Chris Wallace is trying to ask as well. All of this, all the real things that people were wondering was completely skirt-tailed and, and weren't answered. I mean, <laughs> one of the other things that he brought up, which I thought was just nuts, um, they talked about taxes. Yeah. And Trump actually had the audacity to think because of President Obama and Biden's administration, yeah. he was allowed to not pay taxes apparently because yeah. you know corporations um he said only idiots pay taxes mm-hmm. uh 90 of corporations pay zero in taxes yes and he that did. allowed trump to take advantage of it because they definitely brought up how homie only paid 750 dollars. i gotta tell you taxes. too like with that situation right there where he basically told every single person in the country that they're idiots where he said only idiots pay taxes. I pay taxes. I pay taxes. Every single one of us pays taxes. Chris Wallace pays taxes. He called him an idiot in his face. Everybody everybody that was watching pays taxes and they all got called an idiot by their leader. Yeah. And so <laughs> but I will say that I will admit that the whole thing that the reason he was able to to get away from paying taxes his whole life like that is because of the people that were put in charge. And since he was never in politics, he had no reason to worry if anybody cared if he's paying taxes or not. Listen, that's a fair point. You know? They, that's- so he's not in politics in the past. So the shit that went on in the past where he didn't pay to okay. But let's talk about the only... Let's just bring up the tax situation as president. That's where I think they... he got them away from the question again i think you're absolutely right it's it's always been in history that rich people don't pay taxes corporations they get and that was a really big deal as to why amazon didn't come to new york exactly i completely understand that yes but also you're gonna have to pay taxes motherfucker when you're not president exactly and it's exposed now and and that's that's what a, a lot of the debate from what i noticed it's like these this is the question but we're over here talking about this. Yeah. Yes. You're you're absolutely right. The administrations in the past made it super, super easy for rich people to not pay taxes. Anybody that knows about taxes will even tell you the idea is to pay as little as possible. I get that. $720 though? <laughs> so, moving, moving on. Uh, obviously, they spoke about... Um, law and order, the protests, yeah. um, and George Floyd and Breonna, uh, Breonna Taylor came up. What oh. are your thoughts about them bringing that up, by the way? So I honestly think that because there were three debates scheduled, they didn't have to bring that up yet. Mm. I really don't think it was necessary in the first debate because um, I think, obviously, the questions weren't answered, but I think questions about the economy, questions about COVID, questions that um, aren't going to divide people. I think those were the ones that really should have been focused on. Um, Yes, we do want to know his opinion on everything, which we got. (laughs) But I don't think it should have been brought up on this debate. I think think the second one should have been brought up. Well, I think that... I feel like it's important because if they're talking about law and order yeah. and you're talking about policing, these are two very big examples Definitely. of how officers are 
using excessive force, mm-hmm. but also using excessive force and not being held accountable. Of course. So I think I think it, it is a big deal. So one of the things that I thought was crazy, apparently Trump canceled all this racial sensitivity training that was supposed to happen because he said it was racist. Yeah, he was saying that um, that is... So it's racial sensitivity towards like how, you know... It may, mainly towards us, towards us colored people, and how professional people should be handling things. Um, I'll be honest though, I I sometimes look at up trainings like that. If I have to do an up training at work, I even think the same thing. Like this is bullshit. I don't want to do this. But the the fact that he was saying that he was stopping this, that he he was saying that it's because it goes against um, being an American. It was teaching people that America is bad. Yeah. Like all this stuff he's saying. That's all. That's that's all just. Just speculation. That's all just like, this is what you're thinking conspiracy-wise. Oh, this is because we want to start hating America. It's not that, you know? It's not. But the fact that he wants to end that, the fact that he doesn't want that as part of the actual training anymore. Especially for law enforcers. Yeah. Who have to deal with all kind of people all the time. It's not racist to do a sensitivity training. Um, One of the other things that I thought was... I think if it was a different time, Joe Biden would have threw hands with this motherfucker. I mean, the way that he bought up Joe Biden's son. So Joe yeah. Biden's oldest son, Bo, yeah. um, passed away, I believe, of cancer. I'm I not so, sure. Yeah. And then, you know, he has another son that dealt with addiction and stuff like that. And so Trump kept bringing up his son, Hunter, who yeah. I guess... Had drug issues and had, like, issues as far as, like, the money he was making overseas. What broke my heart yeah. was that Biden brought up about how Trump is always talking down about military folk and how his son... Was in the military. Was in the military. And you and he even faced him. You can... And while they're talking... Like, while Biden is talking, he looks directly at Trump, mm-hmm. finger-pointed in everything, saying, how dare you? My son, just like a lot of Americans in the military... In a like going in, and you could tell he was fighting back tears while saying he was. that. You and could while tell. and Trump had the audacity to be like, "What son are you talking about?" I don't know, Bo. I don't know, Bo. I'm talking about Hunter, who who's another who's another one of his sons who is dealing with a very every day thing of addiction yeah. that millions of Americans go to. And what I appreciated was that Biden consistently, even though he was thrown off track. When it was a when it was an issue serious as race and law and order and talking about military and all that, he looked directly at the camera, yeah, and spoke to the people. Not Trump too. didn't do that once. I thought he was debating Chris the whole time. Yeah, well, he wasn't debating. He would like he was he wasn't bringing up he wasn't answering questions. He wasn't bringing up things that were relevant. He was bringing up things about the past. He was thinking about bringing up things about Biden's political past, about the things that he did. He was bringing up things that didn't matter. Absolutely. And not looking at the camera, which is representing us, yes. was a big deal. And the and I'm glad you brought up the whole thing about his kids. Because I got to tell you, that moment, <laughs> that was probably the one time where you could really tell Biden was like, oh... I'm taking this bait. Like all the other bait, you the whole it. time, he was like, I'm not touching that. I'm not touching I'm not touching. But once he mentioned his kid, he's like, oh, 
I'm touching this bait. He and he, re- yo, that was some serious. He looked uh, like he was about to throw. Game. He was about to throw hands. Like talk about my kids one more time. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like like Trump has has uh, talked bad about the military. Trump talks about people's kids. That it, Hunter Biden is not running for president. You know, your kids have made millions of dollars on the on the backs of us already. And you want to talk about about what Hunter Biden did. Hunter Hunter Biden is not running for president. Yeah. So he he's just another kid. Yeah. Of another politician. And he brought him up of like plenty of times. Yeah, he's a just lot. Another kid. He's From just the a kid of a politician. Um what so I thought it was interesting that Chris Wallace asked Biden about why he didn't call um, Portland and Oregon uh, mayors to to tell them to cease 100 days worth of protesting. And the mm-hmm. fact that Biden had to say, I'm not in office. Yeah. Because in reality, it don't really, he's nothing. He had the perfect answer for that, too. Yeah. That was the perfect answer. He's, he's technically a nobody. He's yeah. a former. Nobody cares about his opinion. Yep. He's not in office. It doesn't matter who the fuck he called or didn't call because it wouldn't have made a difference. Why didn't the fucking president of the United States yeah. call to say, hey, what's going on? We yeah. got to stop this. Well, so it, it just reminds me of, of the of the times where Obama, he did call get in contact with these governors. He did get in contact with leaders of the states. Um, I don't think anybody wants to take Trump's calls, though. The question came around though because while I was asking him if he would start uh, if he would start condemning some of the uh, the upheavals that's going on from the right side, he he fairly asked Biden the same kind of question too, but it was the perfect answer. Biden's not in power. Biden's not. Uh, Biden. Biden's not got no influence on that. The right. president would. Um, A lot of these questions too um, that Trump was trying to redirect to Biden. There are type of questions that have that Biden has doesn't have to answer. Yeah. Because it's a president's question. It's a question to you as the leader, not to this guy who wants to be a leader. You're currently in charge. <laughs> yeah. No, it's <laughs> it, Okay, so the debate happens. Yeah. They spoke on other things like climate change and all that. And Trump obviously had nothing great to say about of it. Of course. Um, but let's talk about the aftermath. Of the debate, shall okay. we? So yeah, the debate goes on. Debate goes off. Everybody's talking about it. Couple days later, bam! Trump has COVID because his one of his advisors had it. Yeah, and was traveling with him all up and down USA. You people at home cannot see my eyes rolling, <laughs> but I gotta tell you, I've heard some whoppers of hoax theories whoppers. and conspiracy theories. And these these theories of evolution that people who've never taken a science class have. But I got to tell you, Trump con- contracting COVID is the biggest hoax I've heard. Why? I mean, th- what? Why would he lie about having that? Because he is lying about having it because he needs the sympathy. He mm. doesn't want to go back on television. And he and he, uh, probably his supporters that are right under him and in his room are telling him, you can't go back on TV, man. We got to figure something out. Now, if you look, there's been some people who were talking about a few months ago that, oh, be prepared because in October, Trump's going to get COVID. Oh, really? People were already predicting it. And, it, and if you kind of think about it, it makes sense. In England, their prime minister got contracted COVID last year and not everybody liked them. Then he yeah. gets COVID, and now all of a sudden you're part of the people. 
It's it's a it's a it's a political strategy. I mean, when you when so when that news broke, obviously I probably has the Twitter food. and hungover. I went to Twitter and everybody was like, "Oh, great, he can drink bleach and it'll be better." Oh, wait, you know, if it's such a hoax, he, he doesn't really have it. And they were basically everything that he's ever said about it, they were spewing back at him. And let's not forget the almighty knowing Simpsons apparently predicted that, that he, would he would die. Be yeah. Um. So you think they're using it as a ploy to either prolong the debate process and just to get to get more votes. to get more votes mainly. Definitely. I mean that makes sense, but that's not the only thing that happened after the debate. And then somebody's not so good friend came out. What, what was that? What's that chick's name? Let me see, guys. Um, give me a minute. Uh, Stephanie Winston Wolkoff. Winston Wolkoff. 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 Yeah. Walk off. Okay, so here was my thing. Let's if you don't know about the story, uh, let him we'll, know about the story. Let him know about. Wolkoff is coming out with a book, uh, or maybe it's already come out. I'm not sure. I'm probably not going to read it because I'm not interested in what the aide has to say about Melania. Uh, but the aide had to say about Melania. She recorded her her conversations with her, and there's a conversation going around where Melania talks about uh, where she's quoted. Out of context, probably, saying who gives a fuck about Christmas and stuff and decorations, talking about who gives a fuck about the kids in the cages. She was venting. And now we have Nikki. What do you think about that? First of all, rule number one of any employment, your boss is not your friend. Yes. Okay? Let's. And Melania was naive enough to think that this aide was her friend and vent it. I feel that Stephanie Winston Wolkoff is an asshole. Yeah. And I'll tell you why. Who the f- You- <laughs> You know the job that you take when you take it. And you know the people that you work for. There's no denying that. If you were a friend before and decided to take this position, you already knew who the fuck you were fucking with. Yeah. That's it. For you to sit and write a book- and allow media circuits to label you as a friend, ex-friend, is is so fucked up. Because yeah. you were not her friend. You were her ex-aide. I think anybody who works in the White House, and I was telling Manny this earlier, anyone who works in the White House, and I don't give a fuck what administration you work for, that is, you were dealing with very top secret things. And for you to come out of a presidency, or, uh, you know, whatever president you work for. And to write a tell-all book is disgusting to me. Definitely. I, and I agree. I disgusting. completely agree, actually. It is disgusting because you already went in there with a plan to gather as much information as you can to write what whatever expose you wanted to write. If you, because she obviously needed something in her back pocket. Because right. in her head she thought, something might go down, I gotta protect myself later. That's not a friend. I yeah, I don't know about you, but if I feel like I gotta protect myself from somebody, yeah. I either I remove myself from the situation or I just excommunicate. And now speaking professionally too, she's not gonna get a that, fucking job anymore. That is a terrible thing to do. You got a job and you're record. You shouldn't have gotten that job. Nobody is going to hire. No one in politics is going to hire you. Yeah. Be- you are a fucking pariah at this point. You can't keep a secret. You're fuck. And I don't care that it's just the first lead. First of all, I had no expectations from Melania. Oh my I had God. none. She's not. She doesn't have a degree. I don't think she has a degree. She hasn't um studied law. She hasn't studied medicine. She 
was a model turned trophy wife. For real. And I am not mad at her for that, but what I will say is this. I had no expectations from her. Yeah. That's and that's the thing about Melania too. She does get a lot of shit. And I'm not sitting here saying well, I have no sympathy Mima. for her. I have no sympathy for her. What bothers us though is that there's a lot of people in the world who expect somebody who never knew she was gonna be in this position to just step up. Yeah, she like, wasn't gonna she wasn't gonna rise to the occasion. And it's not the job is so much bigger than just wearing nice dresses, holding your, your husband's hand, and the, decorating the fucking white There's house. a lot of comparison of her to Michelle Obama, but the thing is, Michelle, a woman like Michelle Obama had things going on already yeah. before her husband was president. Melania Trump was a model and a trophy wife. And then they, if you want to compare her to any other of the first ladies, um, Hillary Clinton, when she was before her husband was president, she was already in politics. She already had things going on. I mean, even even Ronald, I think Ronald Reagan's wife even had things going on. All these women already had community involvement. I mean, because they were from this country. <laughs> oh, burn! Uh, she, had, but Melania just got here. She's just chilling. Yeah, Listen, she's just like. And I, I think this is my other problem with the book. You're you're kind of coming for low hanging fruit. Definitely. <laughs> Why are you attacking Melania? She's not running for anything. She has no power. She's trying to get out of it, just like all the rest of us. What's with the book about a tell all for Melania? Who is reading that? And why would you, like, I just feel that uh, we're all human. We've vented and inventing have said things. And the only reason we're exempt from it is because we're regular Joe Schmo nobody. Yeah. But Melania really thought that this is who her friend, that this was her friend. And she was just venting. She, she doesn't give a fuck about decorating the White House for Christmas. Yeah. Now... Obviously, she should have never said what she said about the immigrant children. That's Definitely, just, she just she just should have the sh- not the have thing, said that. The things she said were bad, but why are we focused on that? Because what could she do about it? Any fucking yeah. Way? P- besides that, in the next year, he'll probably have a different wife, anyways. I mean, if we're really being serious about yeah. it, she she's not a victim, she's not a martyr, but she's also like not. You're targeting the, the wrong person, right? She's not the villain. Yeah. If if your tell-all book is about Melania Trump, you probably didn't have a lot of shit to do with the people in charge. And I think and for her to, <laughs> I think for it to all come out now during the debate is like ugh, this is God. the worst time. I think the book sucks that much that you have to wait for now to get your sales. And let me tell you something: if this what's her name again, Wolfkoff? Yeah. If if Wolkoff is on the left side, you're not helping. Yeah, that does that. That type of book isn't gonna help anything. That that whatever you have to say about her isn't gonna help because Melania is not the one pushing any of this policy. And now, if you have something to say about Trump, go ahead, tell us. I mean, listen, this has all been crazy. I can't wait till the next debate. (laughs) Let's figure out how that's gonna. Let's see how that's gonna. They're gonna put him in a fishbowl. Um, and guys, remember, it is so. I know everyone. Instagram. TikTok, all your shopping apps, everything is telling you, make sure that you are registered to vote. This is important. Like, yeah. really take this seriously about what's happening. And make sure that you're doing your part to research the candidates that are running. Yeah, keep in mind, it's not just two people. 
There are other people out there. There, they yes. Did you know there's a doctor running for president? I didn't even know that. Anyways, (laughs) anyway, um, we want to hear your thoughts on everything that's going on with this election. You guys can find us at Bubble Bath Stories on Instagram and on Facebook. And you can find me um, on Instagram at Nikki Trends. And you can find me at Got No Time for This. Uh, until next time. Which we... The next day. <laughs> we'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye.